0: This is Kofi Kingston, and you're listening to the best of the New Day. Feel the power on Spotify. It's a new day. Yes, it is.
1: Mm -hmm. Welcome to the greatest podcast of all time, which is entitled The New
2: Day. Feel the power.
3: Baby.
0: Wow, That's you feel beautiful. that? Yeah, thank you, thank you, guys. Who you is, that. who you is, Woods, ladies and gentlemen,
2: I am Xavier Woods. And I am Big E,
1: and
0: I am Kofi Kingston.
1: We want to say thank you, first of all, for listening to today's podcast. Welcome. Do we explain, by the way, why we why we changed the intro? Uh, I think last time, but we can re-explain it because now there's a week in the middle where we didn't do it. So That's essentially, true. if if I hit the. Ooh, See how that sounds? Apparently not well. So we switched it up and we realized it might be a tonality issue. Mm-hmm. So we said if we drop it a couple of octaves, then hit a slight crescendo on it, then we might be onto something.
3: This episode is brought to you by Empower. You got money questions like, can I retire early? What are my best savings options? Can I afford to pay for my kid's education? Luckily, Empower has all the answers. With Empower's real-time dashboard and real live conversations, you get clarity on your real-life financial goals. So join 18 million Americans and Empower. What's next? Start today at Empower.com. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Sponsored by Empower, not an endorsement or a statement of satisfaction by a client. This episode is brought to you by Ugg. Y'all know Ugg is a brand that athletes wear all the time in the tunnel and on travel days. Well, I bet you think UGG season is only during the colder months of the year. Oh, contraire, you're wrong. You need to check out the latest spring drop from UGG. They have everything from sandals to clogs. I like the sandals. UGG has you covered for your next spring adventure. Shop the Golden Collection at UGG.com. We're
1: gonna, we got to go back in a time, way back. To a time when uh, we weren't even the new day. A time when the thing that brought us together was our... On screen chemistry in the times of the WWE app, Mm. there was a thing called the second screen during this glorious Mm. time.
0: Second screen, I forgot
1: forgot the name of it. Oh my god, yeah! Yeah. Second screen. What you could do is watch the second screen, which is your phone during the commercials, and you could still see what's going on in the ring. Um, but then sometimes if there wasn't a match, they would do interviews in the back with people, just like impromptu things. So there was like a set set up. So it's like a, your little experience. So you're definitely yes. using your device. Cause you and like so, wrestling
0: so much that not yeah, only during the commercial break, you don't want to yes. take a break. You don't want to take a break. You hate a break. So you pull out your phone and you start watching stuff on your second screen until they come back. Cause that's how much you love wrestling. Yes. Give something to the people, to the real fan, the real yeah. ones out there. Exactly. You know? Second
1: screen for the real one. If y'all go hold it down, we're not gonna give you one but two screens <laughs> and so uh I think I'd, I'd come up with R-Truth and debuted uh for a second time as R-Truth's uh young friend hell of a debut, <laughs> <What> a debut. <laughs> mm-hmm. one of one of the worst um but uh I eventually I was, I was fighting with Brody's Clay that fizzled out and we didn't do anything and I was just kind of hanging up Oh,
0: stop it! Uh oh! You
1: gotta tell the people.
2: Hello. <laughs> Hello, Danielle. Hello. Hi. In case you're listening to this oh audio my. podcast, we have Danielle Fishel, uh who is uh, played Topanga and Wood's uh, probably greatest love of his life. Hello, Danielle. Um, so this, this, this is a big hey. moment for him. And this was a surprise.
0: It was, a surprise. Surprise. it was a surprise. How's it going? <laughs> it's going pretty
4: well. How you doing? How's your Achilles?
0: I'm good. It's, it's getting better.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a oh, tough
1: injury. It, it is. It is. Uh, but you know, rehab and all that, it's been, uh, it's been working well. I'm, I'm yeah. running now, which is, uh, which is a plus. So wow. uh, we're almost ready. Wait,
4: how was the first time you ran? Were you so nervous?
1: Oh, Terrifying. Terrifying. Yeah. But uh, it was because I was chasing my son around. And then I realized, oh my God, I'm running. And so, And Well,
4: that's good. So it wasn't like <laughs> a planned thing. You didn't like hop no. on the treadmill to go for a run. You just no. ran after your kid. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. And the realized it didn't hurt. It was like, okay, cool. I can do this now.
4: Good. Glad <laughs> uh, to hear it.
1: How, how are you doing? What's, uh, what's, what's, <laughs> good? what's new with you?
4: Oh, not much. I'm in my I'm in my closet because it's the only place I could really find some quiet time, <laughs> and
1: quiet, quiet
4: spot. I've got a, a nine and a half month old. Mm -hmm. So, uh, it's really, it's really fun, but, um, you know, my, I think it's actually a, a blessing in this quarantine to have a kid because you're forced to stay on a schedule. Like you don't just get to You know, your day really isn't your own. Your days circle around what they're doing. Um, And then with that said, there have been a couple times I thought, oh, man, to be childless and to have all this downtime, think of the sleep I would get, the shows (laughs) I would watch, the books I would read. Um, But it's been great.
0: Yeah, that sounds about right. I, I'm in the same exact boat. Like we were uh, supposed to start this podcast. I think we, so we shot an episode before and it we was supposed to start at like one o'clock. The email said one o'clock promptly. I said promptly. No, I got, <laughs> I got kids. Well, I'll get there at one o'clock ish. Exactly. You know, we We'll see, we'll see what about the rest.
4: Anytime somebody says, well, what time works for you today? And I go, mm. In a perfect world, somewhere between here and here could work. But yeah. at any point in time, I may have to drop out.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, I'm recovering. I'm recovering. I'm good. This is yes. good. This, this is a big moment for you.
2: It's, yeah, it's big.
1: It's big. So uh, for those of you who, who are listening to this, uh, so Danielle Fishel, uh, someone who I admire very much, uh, big fan of, of all of her work. Uh, she popped onto the podcast and has surprises here. Um, but
4: thank you for having me. Last time I saw you, I think I was catching a pancake you threw at me. Yes, <laughs> yes,
1: I was very excited about it. So that <laughs> that night, so I saw that you went to a PWG show uh-huh. like a year or so before, and uh, we were we were dressed because we'd done everything for our match. Uh, and I was coming around the corner to kind of go up into Gorilla to get ready, and I saw you were at the set, and I, yeah. I legit had to, I don't know, I don't, this is probably gonna sound very weird. So I couldn't come up and just say hi to you. I had to leave and like co- collect I had to like collect myself oh, go
4: collect yourself okay guys gotcha. yeah. you wanted to present like a like a real calm calm yeah yeah I like this
1: cool collected <laughs> and everything because I'm sure this is not the first time that this has happened to you someone just losing their mind it like in your presence and so I had to go I had to walk away and then came back and just hey how's it going you know yeah you were
4: really chill I never in a million years would have known <laughs> uh, you were just like hey how are you can can we take a picture? I was like, sure.
1: And and I'm pretty sure uh, I, I sent everyone that I know in my phone that picture. Like, <laughs> I oh finally God. met her! I finally <laughs> met her! Uh, oh.
0: I remember that day, dude, because, uh, like... You're not so. There, there's very few people in this world that you like get nervous around and get nervous even like talking about. So it was very, it was, it was cute. You know, it was real cute. Like, Stop, like oh, she's in the crowd. Oh my gosh, she's, and just like seeing like your like your mannerisms and like your legit like pacing. I'm like, bro, like we've been in like. Wrestlemania matches Yeah, hello But now here we are And you're like Legit pacing Just to like You know So I'm like Man, this is A huge, huge moment So when they said That we were gonna have uh, You on the show Danielle This was gonna be A surprise for Woods Like I know me And you were just Kind of like Chomping at the bits For this exact reaction I know people On the podcast Can't see Woods is like His posture right now But he's very (laughs) like His shoulders are down And he's like Humble and like Just It's great This is what it's all about Well, you know
4: What's funny is that a lot of times when you get asked to do something and they say, it's going to be a surprise, it's usually not really a surprise. It's like that people know about it. It's yeah. a little staged and phony. And, and I thought, what are the odds? And then when we had to do a zoom test earlier today and they were like, and it can't be when Xavier's there. Cause it's a real, I was like, oh, it's a real surprise.
1: <laughs> so it was
4: nice. it was good that when I signed on and I saw your reaction, that it really was a surprise.
1: 100%. And I'm mad this at y'all for incredible. not telling
0: me. Yeah, no, no, we couldn't. <laughs> they we all couldn't
1: do it. Doing it. <laughs> it's a great secret. I was legit looking through this whole, like, setup for, oh, we're going to talk about these vignettes that we did and then all of this stuff. I've got, like, things in my head, like, we can transition from here and, 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 and go to there. Like, yeah, thanks. Thanks, guys. So, of and, course. And then, secondly, secondly, I hope y'all got some things to ask because I have a million things to say. But Well, this is for you. I mean, this, I, I grew you. up, I will say I love
2: Boy Meets World as, like, I think pretty much everyone our age did as well. Mm-hmm. So this is big for, I don't want to like, oh, I don't care, but this is just for, for Woods. It's not that at all, this is huge for me too. But obviously Woods owns a shirt and it's the entirety of the shirt is your face. <laughs> so there's that too, he <laughs> would
1: walk around with that. Well, so like, like, again, not a creepy is way, not a creepy way. Yeah, the, not at all. Is it the, <laughs> the
2: shirt
4: from when I cut my hair? Is it the, with the green tied up shirt?
1: No, so here, hold on. It's another I can, one? I can find it, I bet if I just use the Google real quick. Um, I don't know. I don't know, honestly.
4: There's a T-shirt. I'll find it later. Okay, we'll we'll talk about it later. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So funny. I have Uh, one of those shirts too. I don't. I don't wear it because it's weird. But uh, but when I saw that a bunch of people had them, I was like, I should probably own one of those just so I have one too. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Um. So okay. So. Of the things that you enjoy from uh, just, just life in general, I've heard that you are into sneakers. Obviously, you have a fantastic oh, collection here just behind you. Uh, and I would I would love to have Kofi ask a question about the shoes that you have.
0: I, I'm sitting there looking, and you can see me, like, crouching in. I'm like, oh, wait, we're on camera. I can't, like, be real bit, real close. But, yeah, I, can, I see you got some Air Maxes back there. Yeah. I, I, these Jordan are my Wars. newest ones, the Melody oh Asani God. Cherry ones. And
4: then oh these, these are oh. my favorite favorites these also melody i was this was a christmas gift from my husband i you know like everyone who's into sneakers tried to get them when they dropped Um, on the sneakers app and didn't get them and was so bummed and then my husband surprised me with them for christmas so he got like major brownie what a man good man these are I some see. of the, like, awesome this was some blazers. of the, yeah, these are some of the blazers. These were the LA from, um, when we had, uh, the all-star game, LA what? all-star uh,
0: edition. Yeah. Oh, so you can, oh, you yes, connected, so you, yeah. you connected. Okay. You connected. Yeah. You picked <laughs> the right backdrop just to kind of flex a little bit. You could have picked anywhere in the house, anywhere in the closet, even. Listen, you picked it's right qu- in front of the seats. I like this It's quiet. Yeah. It's quiet right here. And there's a window. I have good
4: lighting. It's the perfect backdrop.
0: <laughs> that is great. Oh, my God.
4: Yeah, wow. I love shoes. I love shoes. I mean, I love shoes. I love reading, uh, which is like super boring. Anytime someone's like, "So, what are you into?" I'm like, books. They're like, "Not." It's a real dead end. We
3: <laughs> can't really engage on that a whole lot. It's
4: like, what are we can't sit and read together? Um, but yeah, because I'm not, I'm not too big of a of a TV watcher. I pick mm-hmm. and choose the things I watch really specifically. But yeah,
0: what are you reading? Anything interesting?
4: I just started reading "Little Fires Everywhere."
2: I heard it's watching um, in that show. Oh really? Yeah, I'm a TV person, so yeah, that's that's me. watching. Okay, is it shows. good?
4: Because that's seeing seeing the previews and stuff for it on TV is what made me want to read the book.
2: I love the cast: uh, okay. Kerry Washington, uh, Reese Witherspoon. Okay. I'm I'm into it. I'm a little underwhelmed because uh, I I love Reese and Big uh, was a Big Little Lies, yeah, uh, and it's not quite that. But I'm still okay. I'm I'm invested. I'm in it.
4: Okay, you're in it. How far How far into the series are you?
2: Uh, I think I just watched episode six,
4: and it's bingeable, right? It's on like Netflix or something.
2: It just drops weekly. It's on Hulu. Oh, it is.
4: Oh, so it is a week by week. Okay, that yes. that changes things.
1: Yeah, but it's so early, week. so I'm I'm giving yeah. it time.
4: You're giving it its full full chance.
1: Yes, it's mainly mainly books for you to get through this whole uh, stay at home deal. Or are you video games?
4: I haven't. I've pulled out the Switch, but I haven't started. Everyone's into the Animal Crossing. Yes. Um. Mm-hmm. I haven't started it yet, but I have been playing uh, the World Series of Poker, Texas Hold'em. Nice. On my phone. <laughs> yes. And so that's that's kind of where what I have been doing when I haven't wanted to read and I want to do something kind of mindless and fun. I've been playing poker and I'm driving my husband insane because I talk <laughs> to the people at the table as if they're in front of me. And so they like bet something and I'm like, oh, okay, go ahead. I've got three of a kind. But if you want, you know, if you're going to do it, that's totally fine. <laughs> And then they'll have like a flush or something. And I'm like, oh my God, how did I not see that coming? All day long.
2: He's like, are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? I'm like, no,
1: no. I'm talking to my phone. <laughs> Leave me alone. So uh, your husband is super awesome. So we got to work with him. We did uh, Drop the Mic. Yes,
4: I so, remember.
1: Yes. Oh, such an interesting time in life. Yeah. <laughs> Why the was the it was interesting? Huh? It was interesting because we we went up against SWV uh, because I think we were gonna go up against uh, I, I can't remember I think like a country band and they're like oh they got double booked so they can't come so we were like oh what if it's SWV and then they actually got SWV and but then we forgot the SWV like they they come from rap right. they are they are rappers professional rappers we are not and so it was a bloodbath.
4: Oh I don't, remember it. I don't remember it being a bloodbath. I think if you were to watch it, have you watched it back ever?
1: I can't. I try, oh, you try can't not really? To. Yeah, it's, it's too painful. They
2: eviscerated us. It was, yeah, it was, they're singers, but they also understand hip hop. I feel like that, what we did there wasn't the issue for you. It was, we did a backstage segment uh, <laughs> with, 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 with Method Man and Woods told, what, it was like a joke or what did you do? Oh, you sang, you did something and you expected like there's a crowd there and like the the expectation is they're all going to react or pop. Or the best thing with our group is oftentimes we'll tell bad jokes and no one else needs to react, but we'll put it over the top. So Woods did whatever he did and it was crickets. The, The fans didn't laugh. We, Kofi and I also weren't sure you what was going were, on, yeah, like, so we, we didn't react to that? <laughs> So that's why he has a yeah. bit of a bad taste in
0: his mouth. And uh, it was so clever, yeah. too. Like, you used their lyrics against them, and, like, yes. the, the, the retort that you had, it was really, really clever. And yes. just... For and whatever just reason, it, totally it just didn't, it didn't hit.
1: No one no one understood it. But then when I said it, everyone was like, oh, well, yeah, yeah. And it's like... Yeah. But no, you that no, that reaction questions. right after I say yeah. it. Yeah. And the the, problem, the biggest problem with this crowd is the, they're the crowd that's paid to be there to react to whatever you say. Yeah. Yeah, they really let you down. They really let
4: you fall on your face in front of meth, which is like the worst. No one wants to fall on their face oh. in front of meth.
1: Well, I didn't really oh, yeah. fall on my face in front of meth. Kofi kind of fell on his face I did. in front of
0: meth, though. I did. It was bad. I figured, it. you know, we'd have like a couple... like. like. rounds at it you know and and uh, as we're going through back and forth like I'm the I'm the caboose I'm closing it out you know (laughs) so SWV hits their lines then E comes in he hits his lines Woods comes in he hits his bars you know they're all doing their thing and then it comes down to me I'm like well all right here we go and they have like a live like freestyle beatboxer who's supposed to go to like they change the beat and the, the the cadence to match me but I'm changing and oh it was really bad. And they, you know, <laughs> we had to we had to reshoot the whole thing and, and met them and then cut everybody off. He said, Kof, you gotta get your <laughs> together, you know? <laughs> Man. And oh. I'm, a, I'm a big Method Man fan. I yeah. got all his albums. I, I came up on meth. It was embarrassing. I embarrassed myself. In front of <laughs> well, it was and a, a great
1: time. Like, everybody was so chill and so nice. Like, it was like overall, like it was like an incredible experience. Yeah. Uh, so I did it
4: too. I did an episode of it too against Jonathan Lipnicki. Ooh. It was really fun. How'd you do? I won. Nice. Hey. nice so i've got my drop the mic robe do you guys still have your robes
1: somewhere yeah, yeah. Uh, i
4: i still have my robe and i have my my trophy on on a shelf downstairs in the house
1: <laughs> so you got bars okay it's
0: good to you know got bars so we should yeah. so if we pick an opponent you should not be on the list of opponents that we pick we gotta, pick, Here's we, the gotta thing. we gotta set our bars a little low
4: i can't write so my my thing is like I can kind I can rap as long as someone can write so if someone was willing to write me something I can do it I actually years ago in I think it was like 96 I did say what karaoke and I did Busta Rhymes give me some O." that was the song Uh, that I did (laughs) Uh, and so yeah if I can use somebody else's words I got flow. That's a compliment. Yeah. so you can
0: go like fat, like a like a fast flow too. That's a yeah. That's a well, hell I don't a know if you that. can tell
4: by the way I talk, but I talk like the micro machine guys, so. <laughs> it's not
3: any
2: different. Speaking Speaking of bars, coming out, yeah. you you were in a short film, uh, like a childish Gambino Donald Glover short film yeah. that I loved, and it was just like you come out of nowhere, and it just blew my mind. I I love uh, and Woods, and I both love Donald Glover. Uh, He's so, so great.
4: Incredible. Yeah. Yeah. We've known each other for a long time. And he, I remember when he asked me to do it, I was like, well, what am I doing? And he was like, not sure yet. I just know that I want it to, you know, it's kind of like a dream sequence. I want it to feel dreamy and whatever. And I was like, okay. And then I got there and he was like, we're going to be picking lemons. (laughs) Okay.
1: (laughs) Cool. (laughs) Sounds good.
4: It was a fun cameo.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, God, just on the fact that you have so many things going on still currently. So, like, you sent me some of your, uh, your hair care stuff. Yes. Can you talk about that a little bit.
4: Yeah. So, I started this? a hair care line when I was pregnant called Be Free by Daniel Fischel. It's for women and men. Um, it looks feminine. And, of course, I'm a woman, so I direct most of the marketing toward women, just because that's what speaks to me, but it is for men and women. Um, and there's no sulfates or phthalates. It's uh, curly girl approved. I have curly hair when I don't blow dry my hair. Um, it's cruelty free. It's made in the U S it's, um, free from all harsh chemicals. It's fragrance free as well. So there's nothing like hidden in it. There is a scent though, uh, fragrance and scent are different. So it's scented with essential oils. So it's still natural. And yeah, we have a shampoo, a conditioner, and a scalp refresh. And the scalp refresh is incredible for hair growth and also for like an itchy or flaky scalp. Um, it's kind of like the secret weapon of the three products. People who have dealt with scalp issues or dandruff write to me all the time and say, thank you. Like I've been looking for something to cure my flaky scalp and nothing has worked and this is working. So it's the thing I'm probably the most proud of.
1: Nice, nice. What uh, what sparked you getting into that?
4: Well, really it was, it was my pregnancy. I was before I got pregnant, I was kind of like ignorance is bliss. As long as I liked my products, I didn't really care what was in them. Don't like, I don't need to know. And then I went to that first doctor's appointment where you hear the heartbeat. And I was like, Oh my gosh, everything I'm eating, everything I'm drinking, everything I'm using on my skin and in my hair is not just being filtered through my body, but now this baby's as well. And so I went home and I, I scanned my beauty routine with an app called Think Dirty. And it basically tells you how dirty or clean your products are. Yeah. And I found that a lot of my makeup was mostly already pretty natural and clean, but my hair care was terrible. It was like an eight or a nine out of 10, 10 being the worst possible. And so I just kind of asked around, like assuming my friends who had had kids or were really health conscious would have a product that they loved. And without exception, every single one of them said, I either haven't found anything that I like, so I'm still using the bad stuff, or I'll tell you what I'm using, but, and it's natural, but it's not good. And I don't like it. And, um, so I started doing my own research and I thought, okay, if I'm having a hard time finding it, other people are having a hard time finding it too. And so I will just create it. And that's kind of what sparked the line. To help pass the time, um, since we've been in this quarantine situation, I don't know if you guys, you know, my husband is Jensen Carp, you guys know from Drop the Mic. But he was uh, basically let go from his job as a... He, is on local radio here in LA on K rock. He was on um, Kevin in the morning with Jensen Jensen and Allie and they let them go on day two of the pandemic. And Mm. so all of a sudden he went from getting up at four o'clock in the morning and being on the radio all through the morning to being home all day long. And uh, he's, he's doing a new, a a new podcast actually, that I want to talk to you guys about. We may want to have you on. Um, But he woke up one day and he was like, I had a dream that we started a trivia game show where we, gave away gifts from our house. And I was like, well, why don't we do that? So we have now started an Instagram Live, three night a week, socially distant trivia game show where we do, we invite people to join our lives. We ask them trivia questions. And if they get the questions right, we send them an item we found from around our house. So we (laughs) we we have given away a crock pot we have given away a partially used Red Robin gift card that still had $66 on it. Oh, okay,
0: nice.
4: We gave away a wedding frame we were given at our wedding. <laughs> a picture frame we were given at our wedding. Uh, yeah, we've given away, we gave away um, an autograph to Panga Funko. So sometimes they're like really good. good stuff, Yeah. Um, and other times they're just items we found around the house, but it's a really fun show.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I just imagine people just clamoring to get on like, I got the answers. I want to answer the questions. They do.
4: <laughs> we will have sometimes like 850 people requesting to join the live. And so we just like scroll through and randomly stop on somebody you and, know. um, Yeah, it's been really fun.
1: So, uh, do you let them pick from like a couple of things, or do you just grab something and mail them something that uh, random? No, we
4: we start off the show with the four items we're going to give away, and before we invite people into the live, we tell them what they're what they're competing for so like a couple days ago we gave away a dust daddy
3: one of those attachments
4: you attach to your vacuum to like vacuum up in small spaces um and so you know but surprisingly people were into the dust daddy jensen was like this is the worst prize we've ever given away i'm embarrassed (laughs) to give it away and i was like people are gonna love it i love mine people are gonna love it and sure enough people were really excited about it
1: It is, it is a good way to get get, uh, get rid of stuff that you don't need anymore, too.
4: Listen, if it were up to me, I'd live in an empty house other than shoes. So I, I, I've, just, I've just taken this on and I've been like, Jensen, you should give away some of your shirts. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like he, he, he's a very minimalist lifestyle. Right on yeah. my alley yeah so since we uh we do talk about wrestling a, t- a touch on this podcast, I feel yeah. like i 'd be remiss to not ask you about it a little bit so um so you are clearly a wrestling fan i am um, do you have a favorite wrestler, a favorite era, favorite things oh, going man. on right now?
4: okay well I originally got into wrestling when we did Boy Meets World we had um, Mick Foley was a guest Mm -hmm. star on Boy Meets World a couple of times and obviously we had Vader who was on our show a few times yeah rest in peace Vader and uh, so I knew a little bit about wrestling some of the writers were really into wrestling Mark Blutman um, is one of those people who still actually works in wrestling and um, I was into it a little bit then and then after Boy Meets World ended or toward the end of it I dated someone who was very into wrestling. And I was like, sure, let's, let's go. And so we went to WrestleMania together. We went to raw and I, it was during the time of the rock and I was just a diehard rock fan. He's actually the only reason I know how to raise an eyebrow because I couldn't do it at the time. And I remember just someone told me, no, if you want to teach yourself how to raise one eyebrow, you have to just stare at yourself in the mirror and tell that eyebrow to raise. And I was like, well, that sounds ridiculous, but I did it anyway. And so every morning I would just look at myself for minutes at a time and I would go left eyebrow, raise and then both eyebrows would raise i'd be like no left <laughs> eyebrow until i was able to get my eyebrow to raise and so anyway i was a diehard rock fan and i still am a huge the rock fan um but then jensen and i got together years years later and he started taking me to pwg i'm also i watched over wrestlemania weekend the firefly Funhouse, house which was
3: mm-hmm.
4: really interesting um I, I, like, I kind of like the stuff that, that had to be done over WrestleMania weekend because of the, the quarantine. It was yeah. it brought it to a new, interesting place.
1: As someone who comes from the world of television, do you think that wrestling matches with that more cinematic aspect have a, essentially a different type of, of half-life? So does that make someone uh, like you who watches wrestling a little bit more excited when you see things like this being uh, attempted?
4: It really did. I can honestly say, I went into it thinking, oh God, what is this going to be <laughs> like? What is this going to be like? And then I was actually really impressed. And I was like, you know what? This, I'm totally invested. I'm I'm excited to see now what this does. It felt like it opened up a new door and it opened up all kinds of possibilities. And um, yeah, I, I, I'm much more excited to watch knowing that those things are happening now, to be honest.
1: It's good to know. Cause that's the kind of stuff that we're very into.
2: <laughs> you should.
4: I push it, keep going, do not stop. And like, listen, my husband is one of these people who is extremely creative and always on the forefront of what's coming next. And those people sometimes get shut down because you know, other people are a, are a few steps behind and they want to wait to join what's new until it's what's popular. And so if you guys are on the forefront of what is new, just keep, just keep insisting, keep insisting because it makes it so much more interesting for the fans. It makes it fun for us. We want to root for you. We want to watch you and we need something innovative. So keep at it guys.
1: We got you. We got you. (laughs) uh, We don't want to take up too much of your time. So uh, thank you so much for being on.
4: Thank you so much for having me. This Uh, was really fun.
1: And I'm going to ask
4: you guys to come on and do my husband's, uh, my husband's podcast too. It's uh, called the no sports podcast. And so it's, what are we, what are all of these athletes doing (laughs) with their downtime? And so we want to hear from you guys.
1: hundred percent. Is there anything else that you have going on that you want to tell people about before we uh, let you go?
4: Nope. Just quarantine, which we do Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 7. PM West, 10 PM East and uh, be free by DanielleFishel.com for your hair care.
1: Perfect. now can they find you on socials, Twitter, Instagram? Oh yeah. All...
4: At Daniel Fishel. I'm at Daniel Fishel everywhere.
1: Perfect. Awesome. Thanks uh, guys. Thank you so thank much you, for being so right. Hey. Oh, Bye.
0: Yeah. Bye. A of applause. Yeah.
3: This episode is brought to you by Empower. You got money questions like, can I retire early? What are my best savings options? Can I afford to pay for my kid's education? Luckily Empower has all the answers. With Empower's real-time dashboard and real live conversations, you get clarity on your real-life financial goals. So join 18 million Americans and Empower What's Next. Start today at Empower.com, tap the banner, or visit this episode's page to learn more. Sponsored by Empower, not an endorsement or a statement of satisfaction by a client. This episode is brought to you by UGG. Y'all know UGG is a brand that athletes wear all the time in the tunnel and on travel days? Well... I bet you think UGG season is only during the colder months of the year. Oh, contraire, you're wrong. You need to check out the latest spring drop from UGG. They have everything from sandals to clogs. I like the sandals. UGG has you covered for your next spring adventure. Shop the Golden Collection at UGG.com. This episode is brought to you by NetSuite by Oracle. As your business grows, you might start seeing some lag. There's too much work for your team, too many different processes, and it takes forever to close the books. If this sounds like you, you should know these three numbers, 37,000, 25, and one. 37,000 is the number of businesses that have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. It's a cloud financial system that can help streamline accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and more. 25, that's how many years NetSuite has been helping businesses do more with less. And one, because your one-of-a-kind business deserves a customized solution for your KPIs.
1: So, before I was so uh, rudely interrupted, (laughs) how dare (laughs) you? By the queen, by the queen herself, Danielle Fischel. We were explaining um, that essentially on the second screen, the WWE app, you could watch stuff uh, during the commercial breaks on your phone. Sometimes those would be matches. If there was no match on, there'd be like little interview segments. uh, Or there would be me hosting this show because I was begging to be on some form of WWE television to try to create something. And so, I would go to TV, not have a match, ask to do this. I would host and I would just do these little dumb skits every once in a while. And eventually I asked E to be in one. And I, cause it was, um, they're talking about, was it something with big show? And we were talking, doing something with big show promos. And so we did the big show, big boss man promo. And so it's essentially what's happening in this angle between big show and big boss man <laughs> is big show is like talking, doing a eulogy at his dad's funeral or something. And Big Boss Man hooks a, a, a chain to the dad's casket and then drives away with the casket. Big Show <laughs> chases it, jumps on the casket while it's going away, and then he falls <laughs> off the casket. And then, so whatever Big Show would be upset, Big Boss Man would go, "Wham, wham, my daddy! Wham, wham, my daddy!" And it, and it was, like, like the funniest
0: thing on this planet to me. And I just thought, oh, my God, they really did this. And so I asked E if he would be Big
1: Show standing there. And I dressed up as, as in a cop outfit and just yelled, "Wham, wham, my daddy, wham, my daddy. And I think he is Big Show. And that was our first, um, like, New Day, like, App Theater, essentially. And then we did one with E as Goldberg. And so I was the security and E was Goldberg because then E wasn't doing anything. And then we kind of started talking about New Day stuff and we got Kofi involved. And so it became App Theater. And we did stuff as like Stardust and Goldust. We did stuff where uh, we were dressed up as like characters from Saw. But there was always like some form of like making fun of someone on the current roster or like literally trying to recreate an old promo. And then they turned it into just us being weird, but all of the app theater stuff would essentially end with us going, thank you. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. I forgot thank about you. that. Yeah. <laughs> we would bow and say thank you at the wrong times. And that's literally what, uh, what allowed us to be comfortable and have this chemistry as you see us on TV today, because we did this for like six, eight months, just where we get to do stupid skits that no one wrote for us. We just got to do stuff that we wanted to do from our own minds. And, um, the, one of my favorites, one of my favorites is, I don't remember how this came up. But it was years, it was like a year or two before this, I feel like. We found out that Kofi could do the whole monologue from, <laughs> uh, from Charlie the Chocolate Factory, the <laughs> yeah. fizzy lifting drink. And so yeah. we did something where Kofi dressed as, uh, was this when we were making fun Ooh. of League of Nations? It might no. have been. Was it? Oh, I think it
0: was before that, wasn't it before It was, that? okay, it may so. have been.
1: I feel
2: like we
0: were wearing a green something. You were. He was wearing something weird. Oh, we got to go back. I wish I had yeah. watched that before we talked about this. But yeah, that's one of, like, the I think <laughs> the greatest benefits of uh, doing this app theater thing is, like, now I have that speech, like, memorized, locked down, like, at any given time. Wrong, <laughs> sir. Wrong. Under Section 37B of the contract signed by him, it states quite clearly that all offers shall become and void if, and you can read it for yourself in this photostatic copy, I, the undersigned, hereby forfeit all rights, privileges, and licenses here and here and contained, et cetera, et cetera. Fax mentis, incendium, gloria, cultum, et cetera, et cetera. Memo bis delicatum. It's all there, black and white, clear as crystal. You stole fizzy lifting drinks. You bumped into the ceiling, which now has to be washed and sterilized, so you get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. I said good day. <laughs>
1: oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> and so we found out Kofi could do that. And I want to say that we we wanted to film something, but we didn't have an idea for anything. And I think it was like, well, why, don't, why don't you just do the fizzy lifting drink thing? And we're like, oh, yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> and that's how we would kind of do stuff. Um, we got to the point where, oh, oh, we did the Heidenreich parodies where he yeah. would be. Say, say the creepy poems to Michael Cole. Yeah, I played Heidenreich, but I who did we who played Cole? I don't remember. I don't remember. think
0: I was. I don't think I was in the Heidenreich one because we would like do this. Like, some, sometimes one of us would have a match. This was before we were like a thing, so one of us would have a match, you know, and then the other two would be working, you know, doing this kind of stuff. So I think like the big boss man one, the Goldberg one, I wasn't in either. No, right? Yeah, no, right. Yeah. So it was just kind of like who was available. Let's record at theater, and then we figure. You know what I'm saying? Like in between like you know dark matches or matches that we had on the show we would just knock these things out which to me is like what made it that much more impressive because it's very easy to go to TV and especially if you're not doing anything to just not do anything all day you know but then to have stuff to do and still shoot these you know and I don't like to pat our you know selves on the back but like come on man that's so, that's something special man that's you talk about wants it you know, yeah. it was great. Well, you had actually made something of yourself. You were
2: doing things like you were. If you hung it up, then you'd still be a hall of famer. Uh, but yeah, yeah. But Woods and I, I like. I think we just still had that burning desire, and like Woods, probably even more so, because I think at the time I'd at least done the stuff with Dolph. I think I'd had the icy title and dropped it by then. But I had like I've done a couple things, but I still felt like man, I feel like I have so much more to give than this. So. I don't even know. There wasn't even like, oh, we'll create these skits and we'll be able to create characters and run with them. But I think it was just a good creative exercise that like Woods, obviously you were the reason behind it. You spearheaded it. And, you know, for years I just wanted to be serious, but I think it allowed me, like, I just really wanted to show personality and I was just trying to find different avenues of doing it. I was doing these little videos for Instagram before then, like 15 seconds video, 15, yeah, about 15 second videos. uh, And I was just trying to show that I had more to offer. So it was just a good... Way for us to demonstrate that we have personalities and and just to work on that creative side. And I agree with, with uh, what Austin said completely. That's that helped us so much to gain that chemistry. And uh, I don't. There was no. It's so bizarre because we're just <laughs> we're not doing anything that's really on paper that productive right what are you doing that could be put on screen on actual WWE programming but also kept us from going insane
0: it's like just getting those reps in though you know and the thing about it too is that um (laughs) I'm trying to find a, a, a like a nice way to say this but obviously like when you're on a show you have certain like points that you have to hit so Uh, if someone's writing a promo for you, you're sometimes like you're handcuffed by that promo because you, it's not your creative idea, but you have to put your own like creative spin on it and say these words or, you know, get this point across in the way that I'm being told to do it with app theater. It was just us. It was our creative mind, like us bouncing off of each other and really like, you know, just realizing that, you know, fostering that chemistry that we had, you know, um, I, yeah, it was just such a unique experience, especially like being up there, man. You know, it just, when you don't have those handcuffs on, it's just so liberating. So, you know, while you're saying to you, like, oh, you would have had this Hall of Fame career anyway, at the same time, like, I wasn't like motivated, I wasn't like fulfilled. But then being able to do that kind of stuff with you guys, it was a whole new life. And I'm like, oh my God, like I love coming to work. You know, this is, yeah, I, I might have a match like on, on Raw or SmackDown, but what about this app theater? This is what, this is what I want <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to get down, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So it was great, man,
1: it was great. Kofi, you were having matches on the shows. Uh, e, you had the IC title. For me, when you say it, it is easy to go to TV and just kind of like do nothing, like for me, I feel like throughout my wrestling career, uh, like I've, I've been seen a certain way. And so the only thing that I knew how to do was enter a new place, get shut down X amount of times. Now I have to figure out how to have productive fun at work. So like for me, it was always like, I need to do something. So I feel like I'm actually contributing something, but I need it to be fun. And since I'm, I'm not figured in, I keep to control it. And so this is the only way that I can experience pleasure while at work, you know, and so, so for me, like you guys coming on and, and doing them with me, like it it saved the hell out of me because now I have like people to talk to while I'm doing this because for so long, like it was me and breeze and then I got called up and then it was just me and I didn't have anybody to like to do this with because I wasn't booked on the show. I, I had nothing to do. I could just eat catering and then get back in the car and fly back home. And so like being able to do this with you guys, like not only like saved my my career essentially, but saved my, my mental health.
2: Well, I will disagree with one point. There are other ways to find pleasure at the show. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what <that>? All right. <laughs> I
1: thought you had something real to say. Oh, my God. I thought you were going to – I just got very real. He's getting emotional. He's getting teary-eyed. He's (laughs)
0: having to stop and pause let like, impose (laughs) himself.
1: I just got very (laughs) real with you. Ah, All that. Oh, no. We're we're, we're playing tennis. I just hit you a nice, easy ball. and He (laughs) just knocked it over the fence for no reason. (laughs) He didn't want to play the game. All right. All right. Well – Oh,
0: man. Oh, Oh
2: Let us not forget though. So this is not in the uh, second screen era. This is not app theater era, but let us not forget the mix Match Challenge. Oh yes. The, the oh, videos we wow. shot
0: yeah. were
2: some of uh, the, the most fun I've had in WWE ever. And so this was what, two, three years ago? At least a couple years ago. Yeah. To me, it's 10, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> you, you have no concept of time. But I got paired with Carmella. And uh, it was incredible. She was the best, she was down to do whatever creatively. And I think Woods, I think you had a lot of the ideas. And I don't remember exactly how we decided to come up with everything, but I I remember one of the most ridiculous things we've ever done on screen, off screen, (laughs) is the Peck Dance Party. Peck
0: Dance Party. It's (laughs) the most
2: ridiculous thing. So we did other stuff. Uh, So we went to Mosley's house. Mosley, we had a show in South Carolina, I believe. Mm -hmm. And Mosley lives in South Carolina. We went to his house and at one point, I remember all of us (laughs) in our leotards. We all got black leotards. And we're, I remember him, I think he's in his truck, filming us as we're running in the middle of the street, Mm -hmm. in these black leotards in a residential neighborhood. neighborhood. Like two o'clock. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, and two in the (laughs) afternoon. And I'm pretty sure,
1: didn't he get in trouble?
2: He like yeah, a he letter or a call from his, from, from, his <laughs> homeowners,
1: from his homeowner's yeah. association. They changed a the rule about the, how high your pants can be because we were just wearing the leotards with no legs on them. No so legs. <laughs> he said, you can't be outside working out if your shorts don't uh, go past like your fingertips or whatever. Because of us. <laughs> yes. You would, right. you would
2: think that'd be like a woman. Uh, who nope. would be the reason for that. Nope. Just us. Uh, yes, that's us. Uh, but it was, I think the premise was something like she was teaching us. We were teaching her to dance
1: and then she taught us to classically dance. So we did the first video was her doing the Rocky training montage, eating pancakes. Yes. So right, like doing right. the pushups and stuff. And so then the whole idea was, hey, I did something to gain y'all's trust and respect. Now you have to do something to gain mine. So I'm gonna teach you this dance. And then we just do a bunch of our dances and she's like, you're not listening. You don't even care about this. So then we feel bad. So we go and train Rocky montage style to learn her dance. And then we do the dance for her at the dance studio that we found in the gym. Yes. Which was, I thought was great. Uh, So, I love that one. In depth,
0: too, man. Like, that was like, you know, like four different locations. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Not for nothing. Over like the period of like two weeks, we shot at a gym in between workouts. We shot at Mosley's Place. We shot before a show and after this. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was a production, dude. Yeah. And no one required us to credits. do this. No, no one told this, us to do this. This is not like a
2: thing we had to do. We just wanted to have fun with it and make it as good as possible. Yeah. Um, but the peck dance party one was by far <laughs> the most ridiculous. Ew,
0: man, okay, <laughs> let's go. Let's go ahead and talk about this. So, so my chest, we've 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 gotten into it a little bit over the uh the, the course of the podcast, but let's talk about it. My I have no inner chest whatsoever. I don't know what it is, I don't know why, I have no idea. It's always been like that. We used to wear tank tops way back in the day. and My nipples used to hang out the side. I didn't know why. And then when my chest developed, it was a thing. Everybody back, but we talked about it at the WrestleMania 14 when everyone was wearing like their, their white tank tops. We all wore it to the show. My nipples were hanging out the side at WrestleMania 14. I didn't know why, okay? So then I become a man and my muscles develop and my chest develops only on the outside, only on the outside, not on the inside. All sternum, all sternum. It's just the way it is, Okay. There's people that ask me all the time, Kofi, what's wrong with your chest? Well, so what's going on with your chest? If you look up Kofi Kingston in uh, Google, the second or third thing that pops up is <laughs> Kofi Kingston chest. <laughs> no, That's the most <laughs> That's so it. people want to know what's going on. I don't know. I don't know. It just is what it is, you know? So this whole pec dance party, the whole premise was based on the fact that uh, Woods and E have normal pectorals. Um And and I do not. So <laughs> I walk into a room and you guys are having this party with your shirts off and you're dancing your pets. I can't even if I if if I do it, it's it's weird looking, you know, I get it, you know. But I come in and all of a sudden I'm like horrified. I'm like, oh, I got to go. And you guys like force me to like try to dance my pets. And then I start to try to do them. And you guys are looking at me with the most disgusted faces on. I'm like, oh, and I go run right out of the room and I have this. <laughs> I have to figure out a way if, oh if only there was a way that I could have a chest like Woods and E so I could also enjoy and partake in the pleasures of the peck dance party if there was only a way and Carmela was the one who came through and you know she, she helped me get a chest and gave me some recommendations but even like that part of the skip when we were, we shot that in a hotel on yes. our off time You know, randomly in a random hotel, making all kinds of noise, us running up and down the hotels. So eventually I run into the hotel room and I'm just like crying because my chest is just not up to snuff. And Carmella comes out of the closet. I'm like, well, how did... How did you get in here? <laughs> I'm telling her about my pec problems. And then she gives me like this disgusting look. And she's like, oh my God, this is even worse than I thought. I've never seen anything like this. What the fuck? You know, like what's going on? So anyway, you know, ends up being, uh, we, we end up stuffing my shirt. No, I, I laid down on the uh, on the, uh, the table The table the for the surgery. And the we, surgery.
1: Had, sur- <laughs> we yes. had surgery. Yes. So when, once you finish this, I'm going to explain the, the thought process of why it was like this.
0: Yeah. So then I had the surgery and then eventually I had a full chest, you know, to so on par with you two. And then I partook in the peck dance party and we all got <laughs> up in there and we all danced together. And Carmela was the one who brought it all together and, and, and helped me get the chest that I always wanted, the chest that I should have had, the chest that Mother Nature robbed me of, you know? And it was great. It didn't make sense, but we did it,
1: you know? And so the reason this sounds so strange and it sounds like 17 different videos is because it was supposed to be. But then we realized that we only had X amount of weeks for the mix Match Challenge to go on. And we didn't know if they would be advancing. We didn't know if they would be, uh, you know, still, still a thing in the next like three weeks. And so we had the idea we wanted to do the biggie, biggie, biggie Ah, uh, can't you see? So, like, we wanted to do hypnotize because his name is Big E, and Carmella, like, she can get like the hip hop thing going. But we were like, wait, we have to have a reason for the song to be played. And so we were trying to get a reason. And um, I think, what did did she hypnotize you, or were you, hip- or, the, or like the pecs were hypnotizing? Something in the video was referencing hypnotize. So, oh, one more chance. Sorry, never mind. Never mind. One more chance. One more chance. One more chance. Because we wanted one more chance. And so oh, the, yeah, there we go.
2: lost, right? Yes. Yes.
1: We wanted one, one more chance. chance. Because That's there like was it.
2: a there was an option to like to you could vote back, a in. Yes. Team back in. Yes.
1: That's what it was. Yes. So instead of putting the videos out like the one by one, we were like, okay, well, we have to put them all together because it's you only have one more shot. And so we did the peck dance video and we bled that into one more chance because they wanted one more chance but Kofi also in the video wanted one more chance to have the peck party. <laughs> and so there's like these layered meanings in these videos <laughs> and they just turn into like these 5 minute things that like like he said, no one's asking us to do this. No one's even not even a sniff of it. And and when they would ask us to do them, we be like, "No, we're already doing something else." Yeah. <laughs> We've already got these it? 3 weeks filmed.
0: I think so what uh, I was on the operating table, right? And then I died on the table. And was it E that was the surgeon? I think I was a surgeon with a and plastic, then when like, I died on the, the table. Doctor. Oh, you were the doctor. You were, yeah. and, you, were, and yes. you wanted one more chance. So it was like oh, triple I, entendre, yeah. you know, like you wanted another chance to do the surgery. Oh, it was great, man.
1: Okay, so I, I screamed, give me one more chance, and then it went yeah. to the music video. Okay. All <laughs> right, <can>. all right. <laughs> <laughs> this all sounds so dumb. It's so dumb, it, it but it does. for it's us, so it was
2: dumb. the funniest shooting <laughs> it. I was <laughs> gut busted that's how funny it was to me and watching it I thought it was hilarious but talking about it now like Dude, y'all
0: we're so, idiots we're so this is so dumb. Dude, so dumb
1: but the only it's, reason that it sounds dumb is because we don't remember the actual logical progression to get there because the logical progression where we ended up made sense to us at that point in time Yeah. yeah because of all of the things that are going on, but then when you look yeah. at it, from, like like when someone goes, "Oh, what's the new day?" Oh, it's like three black guys that Lisa Frank threw up on. Yeah. You go, wait, what? And that's what you're confused by. But if you see it from the beginning, it's like, oh, 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 this makes sense. Pancakes, yeah, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I guess, I guess, I don't, know. I don't
0: know, I don't know. <laughs> maybe it's funny to us at time, but maybe everyone always feels like this. Yeah, <laughs> they don't And we think we're funny Nobody tells we us we're, we're so entertaining man, we're different, you know We think outside the box, we're the best And everyone's just like, what is the matter with these guys Why are
1: you, why are you doing this uh, After, I don't remember If it was after or before, it was I guess it was before because uh, We did the uh, the stuff with the Dudleys And we did the Save the Tables promo I love that stuff oh, Sarah McLachlan music Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh how so do we, stupid. How do we put this whole video out? Like, oh, we can put out on my old YouTube. <laughs> it's not associated with anybody. Cool.
0: Let's do it. We can use copyrighted music. Let's go. Oh God. I think that's one of my favorite, like just rivalries. Cause like, what 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 a thing to be like hypocritical about as a as a heel? You know, <laughs> mm, how can we be con- how can we contradict ourselves here? Oh, the Dudleys like to put people through tables. So we'll say that you guys don't respect wood, and then we'll put them through it. What are we talking about? <laughs> what is that, dude? What is that? What is that? Just. Ridiculous off the walls, man.
1: There was uh, this isn't the vignette, but when we we're wrestling them, the the deal where we took the table and like tried to run up the ramp with it, <laughs> and then <just>, like, <laughs> turned on, <and> started <laughs> humping at the death with the table, and they just
0: run away with it. Like, what is happening? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, god, I miss being uh, healed so much, I I so, know. so much. Talk about I know it it's rough uh, were we heels or baby faces when we screamed at JoJo for 17 minutes
0: oh uh. <laughs> we might have been in the in the turning phase
1: yeah you know what's messed to- up the
0: fact that we can't tell.
2: Yeah, that's know, bad, yeah,
0: right? Yeah. <laughs> but it's but we, good.
2: We still denigrate uh, interviewers now as baby faces because they have it's dumb true. questions. So they, yeah. they deserve it.
0: Do your job, you know? <laughs> Do your job. <laughs> oh, Woods, <laughs> you know?
2: Woods was yelling about Pangea, right?
0: Oh, because <laughs> oh, that little dicky song had just come out. The little
1: Dickie, yeah. The brain song had just come out. Yeah.
0: Oh, this girl don't know about Pangea. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we realized when we were done that we had gone 17 minutes and it would just be another, what, a couple of minutes to get 22 minutes. And that's the length of a half hour television show. So off the cuff, just screaming at Jojo, who was kind enough to let us scream at her for 22 minutes. I Thank know. you, Jojo. We appreciate Thank that. Thank you, Jojo. <laughs> appreciate you, Jojo. <laughs> um, also to all the things that we're talking about, we'll f- figure out a way to compile them, make like a playlist or something and put it on YouTube so you can sure. see the ridiculousness. And the last one, one of my, one of my favorites, is the last one we'll talk about before we let everybody go. Is one that we did with Saxton. Ooh. Where we were just had the breakfast foods. Mm-hmm. Because that was like the start of us actually doing these types of things on TV. Right. So I think Saxton was was interviewing U E, and you pulled up a plate with like sausage on it. Mm-hmm. And then it zoomed out, zoomed in to like the back of the room, and I kind of poked my head out, and I had a plate of bacon. <laughs> You don't remember this? E and the grapes,
2: I, I and Kofi had grapes. Kofi had grapes I rem- yeah,
1: I remember it because when the wall, the walls are purple for some reason. Yes. I Yes, yes.
2: I don't remember the name. It's I think it's somewhere in the south. I'm tr- I'm blanking on the building, but I, this building has a distinct backstage. Oh, Ooh, he had milk. But but I don't know why did we do this? Is my question <laughs> I why? I remember I it. Well. Why did any of this happen?
1: Because we wanted to force our way in, <laughs> and we said, "Well, if they just see us together enough." I mean, we're all related anyway, right? Uh, so if they didn't see us together enough. Maybe we can be together actually on TV. We enjoyed it. That's the
2: thing. Like looking back now, it all sounds idiotic, but we had a lot of fun with it.
1: We did enjoy it. Oh, here it says uh, it was for intercontinental championship number one contenders battle royal that we were you were getting ready for. That's what it was for. Okay, I have no recollection. So this was this, yeah. so you were this was your training. We were helping you train by eating with, with your milk and meat. sausages and yes.
0: sausage and bacon and grapes.
1: Yes. Of course. Yeah, yes. oh, my bad. That's <laughs> my bad. See, the thing is explaining it to you now this thing that you had a huge hand in, you seem disgusted.
2: I'm often <laughs> disgusted with <on> myself. <laughs> in the moment, I'm enjoying it. I'm cackling. It's the best thing ever. And then uh with, with with some hindsight, with some, you know, time to sit back and reflect, I think what is my problem? <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right. Well, thank you guys for uh, for listening to us reminisce about these uh, vignettes we used to make, and we'll try to get as many of these as we mentioned out to you in some way, shape, or form, so you can check them out if you haven't seen them. Uh, you can check me out on the social medias at Xavier Woods PhD. Catch me on YouTube up, up, down, down, Kofi.
0: Catch me on Twitter at True Kofi. Catch me on Instagram at the True Kofi. And I'm at
2: WWE Big E on Twitter and on Instagram per usual I don't need your pity follows I don't my IG is actually kind of horrible it's real lazy so there's really no need to follow me and I only tweet like once every couple weeks when I have something come to mind
1: obviously you're listening to this podcast right now so that means you that you know where to get it hopefully you have subscribed Go ahead and subscribe and make sure to tell your friends to subscribe. Tell them where they can get it and they can get it wherever they listen to their podcast. If you're on an Apple podcast, give us that five-star review, please, because it helps your boys out when you search for it. Type in the new day, a feel, the power, and you'll see the pink picture with the three black guys' faces on it. Go ahead and click and subscribe because it helps us out. Thank you for listening.
2: Thank
1: you. And buy our t shirt still. Buy our t shirt Oh, yeah, man, yeah, we got real a t-shirt. t-shirt is still yeah.
0: out. It's still out. Buy it. You know podcast is a podcast t-shirt. Podcast T-shirt. That's right. The mixtape. Looking like parental advisory, you know, but New Day Pod. You know what the one is. Look it up. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank 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 you.
2: Thank Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.